Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today is January 31st, 2020, and I apologize that this episode is going up a little bit late today. But uh, as I mentioned a couple days ago, or yesterday, I suppose, January 29th was when Robert Frost died. He died January 29th, 1963. So I wanted to share one more poem uh, of his with you in recognition of, of his life. Of course, he was the only poet to win four Pulitzer Prizes for poetry. He also won the Congressional Gold Medal, and he was Poet Laureate of Vermont. So one of the most influential and um, highly thought of poets um, to ever write in the English language, and uh, certainly of the American poets. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Design, and it goes like this. I found a dimpled spider, fat and white, on a white heel-all, holding up a moth like a white piece of rigid satin cloth. Assorted characters of death and blight, mixed ready to begin the morning rite, like the ingredients of a witch's broth. A snowdrop spider, a flower like a froth, and dead wings carried like a paper kite. What had that flower to do with being white, the wayside blue and innocent heel-all? What brought the kindred spider to that height, then steered the white moth thither in the night? What but design of darkness to appall, if design govern in a thing so small? So this is a 14-line poem divided into two stanzas. The first stanza is eight lines. The second one, the second stanza is six lines. And each of them have an A, B, B, A rhyme scheme throughout, throughout each stanza. Of course, that then makes it a sonnet. So as with many of Robert Frost's poems, there is a technical precision, there's a formal precision to what he's doing here. Even when he's not writing in, the, in a specific form like a sonnet, he's always very precise uh, in the way he uses language and form and structure. Uh, here, it's a sonnet. In, and in case you didn't know, a heel-all, he mentions it, but a heel-all is a flower. If you Google it, you're going to see mostly purple flowers. But it's a, it's a pretty small flower, and it's... Um, got purple or blue flowers on it. Here they seem to be to be bluish in the in the poem. So I mentioned in yesterday's episode that Frost didn't see himself as a nature poet per se. But yet again we have here a poet about nature and it's a relatively simple thing that's going on here. So we have a a, a spider which is sitting on this heel which is sitting on the flower and it's holding a moth. It's captured food essentially. So I read somewhere that this is a poem that has a lot of gothic imagery in it. So we've got the spider, the flower, and the moth, and all three of those things are, are white. And this article that I read about the poem points out that usually white, all these things are white, that white is, a, is about purity or goodness. But here it seems to suggest the sort of, like a, a sort of pale, ghostly, deathly, um, I think that you use the word pallor. And then in the second stanza, it talks about the way the spider draws the, the prey into its, into its web, and then it pounces. Um, and, and then it asks in the end, what are we to think of design, of the way the world is designed, if this appalling scene is what happens? And that same blog post points out that there is a sort of detachedness in the way he describes it. I think he used the term clinical. And the, the person who wrote this, by the way, is Ken Sains. If you go to kensains.com, S-A-N-E-S, you can find some of his blog posts on poetry. And I just, I just was looking for something about the uh, flower. And when I looked up the flower, this blog post, and I got 
popped up and I got curious and I liked what he said about the sort of a clinical eye for the details of the scene and how that is um, an interesting way of thinking about the concept of design. Because if the world is designed, Frost seems to be saying, there has to be a clinicalness to it. There has to be, in a sense, a sort of detachedness, which seems to go against, or which does go against, the idea that God, who ostensibly designed the world, also ostensibly loves the world. And the poem seems to be asking, how do you combine those two things together? And like much of Frost's poetry, it's asking questions like that without giving a lot of answers. So like many poems, he takes this, uh, this very specific scene and then applies that specific scene to universal concepts. Uh, and, you know, uh, that's what poetry is for, I suppose. It doesn't give the answer, as I said, and that can be disorienting. It can offer a little bit of dissonance. But I think that when poetry gives too many answers, it sometimes lacks its power because the more we can think about it, the more we can wrestle with the idea, with the images that are in the core of the poem, the more we can, uh, it can be meaningful to us. It can become personal to us. And when poetry becomes personal, I think it becomes most impacting. So even if this poem seems sort of dark, if it seems like a sort of a nihilism or a hopelessness at the core of it, um, it can also be some, a poem that, uh, that reinforces in thinking about it our own concept of the nature of of design which reminds me of one thing that i wanted to say is that i think that he sticks with the sonnet here because of the formal precision the creative precision um or the or i guess the the formal precision which demands a certain sort of creativity so the sonnet the form of the sonnet the the rules of the sonnet if you were the guidelines of a sonnet force the design of the poem to be a certain way. And I've been, I've been thinking through what that might be saying about the nature of design itself uh, and, and man as sub-designers. And I wonder what J.R.R. Tolkien would say about that. And I'll leave that one to you for you to think about because <laughs> I don't have time here to get into that. But someone should write an essay about it. So once again, here is Robert Frost's design. I found a dimpled spider, fat and white, on a white heel-all, holding up a moth like a white piece of rigid satin cloth. Assorted characters of death and blight, mixed ready to begin the morning rite, like the ingredients of a witch's broth. A snowdrop spider, a flower like a froth, and dead wings carried like a paper kite. What had that flower to do with being white? A wayside blue and innocent heel all. What brought the kindred spider to that height, then steered the white moth thither in the night? What but design of darkness to appall, if design govern in a thing so small? This has been The Daily Poem. I will be back on Monday with another poem for you. <laughs>